State Senator Scott Bennett with us this morning. Let me see if I can pot him up here this morning. Scott, how are you? don't seem to have him. Oh, there we go. Hey, Scott. How are you, buddy? There morning, you are. Fellas. How are you doing this morning? Well, I'm organized as usual. How are you? It's a good thing this isn't a live broadcast. Yeah, exactly. I'd be really embarrassed if I couldn't pull somebody up. And I looked and found the key to everything here. You guys here. do great to how early you go on in the morning. You just never know what's going to happen around here the night before, and you have to double-check everything, and it still doesn't always work for you, as you can see. Scott, how are you? <laughs> Everything's going great. How about you guys? Well, good. Good. Fighting Illini, we're out in two, though. We were a little disappointed at that, mm-hmm. but other than that, things are going pretty well. I also went through the stages of, you know, first, uh, you know, the, the the disappointment, then you get really mad, and then you start to post something online, and you think better about it. Uh, but I'll tell you, I mean, the one thing I was really impressed by was how many people in the community didn't do the normal thing where you just, you know, start to say, you know, Kofi Coburn's not that great either. Anyway, I'm like, I think he's pretty yeah. good. Uh, but instead, just remembering like, hey, we won the regular season in one of the best Big Ten uh, fields that I could remember. Um, so it was a pretty a pretty terrific team. There's no question that uh, the tournament was underwhelming. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they, yeah. you know the, the, the flip side of it is it, it isn't like they didn't go out in the first round, although I know Cole's close. Houston's a good team. They, they, they were impressive. They yeah. the final four team from last year, uh, and they don't seem to have lost a lot of steps uh, since then because they certainly played hard and uh, were impressive beginning to end. Well, That's a lot of basketball talk for politicians. <laughs> I, I also, right. uh, I live and live and breathe uh, a lot of basketball too. Well, what's going on in Springfield, sir? Today's gonna be a long day, uh, as many are, uh, because today is I'm on the executive appointments uh, committee in the Senate. Uh, anyone that the governor nominates, kind of like what we see in D.C., although a little more civil at times. Um, the governor gets to appoint a cabinet, you know, the director of Department of Ag or, mm-hmm. or what have you. Uh, and then that person uh, has to be confirmed by the Senate. Um, and so that's a really confusing process. You're supposed to do it in 60 days, but some of these people were nominated months ago um, because it's 60 session days. And so right. you get a little chance to kind of see how they do in the job temporarily. And then when they are close to their deadline, they come before our committee and we have it out and decide whether or not we want to um, we want to confirm the people for uh, their appointment or not. Um, today, I think there's something like 35 people on that list starting at nine o'clock. Um, and there's some controversial ones. And so I know um, there's going to be uh, a lot of um, a lot of questions and a lot of back and forth about whether some of these people um, should get the confirmation of the Senate or not. So that's, I think the, I won't say the most exciting thing because it's going to, it's going to be a five or six hour hearing and that will sure. take a while, but, um, but it'll be, it'll be interesting to kind of see people um, picking up little things. When you're talking about the director of department of human services, all the headlines you see in the paper has a chance for us to ask them questions about what are you doing about it? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think it's unfair. We, take the work of a, of a of, you know, five steps below uh, a director and say, are you, aren't you at fault? But yeah. overall, the buck has to stop somewhere. 
And what I'm interested in is, okay, well, when these things come up, what do you do as the as the head of the organization to make sure it won't happen again, or that the right action's been taken? So um, that's that's what we're going to see this week. Um, and then, of course, we're in the last three, almost four weeks of session, which means it's all budget all the time. Right. And that's what we'll be, you know, kind of hashing out the forty-five billion dollar budget, give or take. Um, and where do we want to see the taxpayer money spent that? Um, puts Illinois in the best footing for the next year. Well, let me ask you something that probably sounds like a silly question, but all these people who are holding these offices at this point, are they acting at this point or do they have the official title? They're acting. They're all, they're all acting until uh, I never realized that. Yeah. But it's really strange. So like there's all these obscure rules probably written a hundred years ago or more sure. yeah. um, that if you don't take action, it's almost like a pocket veto. Mm-hmm. So if we say, you know, it, it, some of them, if we don't want them to keep the job, we have to vote them out of committee because if they stay in committee and it hits 60 days, they automatically get the confirmation. Right. So there's some things though, Mike, well, if nothing else, we should look at some of these rules yeah. because it, it, it becomes this very strange Hey, you know, one of the the governor typically, this is what, even during the rounder years where I didn't like a lot of his picks, I said a president or a governor um, gets the cabinet they want if they're qualified. If, right. if, if there's a base qualification, I don't expect to agree with all the decisions made by the other party's nominator. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you've got to govern. Like campaigns have a, a time. Right. Like once the state elects somebody, now they got to govern. And so we got to put people in these spots. And that is one of the, the, the more frustrating things. If, you know, there's a grant or something that um, we're having problems getting in Champaign, um, and then we find out they're on their third director. Well, mm. that's part of the problem is there's no continuity. Right. Um, and so I don't even know who to yell at. I don't even know who to ask the questions of. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because you go, you know, I need to talk to so-and-so. They, they, they left. They went to, the, you know, to something else. Um, so we, you know, largely when I, when I wanted, when I, I feel like my role is in the committee is uh, just to, to, to make sure that the complaints I hear from constituents and from my own district staffs when they find, you know, sometimes you, you know, uh, you have a unemployment last year was an example you heard a lot of where they didn't feel like state government was working for them. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, this is the first time in my life I've ever called the state agency and asked for help. Right. Through no fault of my own, my business is closed. Um, and so what can, you know, but I'm getting a, a recording. You know, what can I do? And that doesn't yeah. bill. So what can I do to, um, to actually talk to somebody, um, and that's where we kind of come in and help. Um, but if if that isn't the case, if we're not even able to do anything or to get an answer from someone, then I'm going to need the director to explain what why they're do, doing better than their predecessor. Are most of these state agencies open for business again now, or are they still getting a lot of work done at home? That is, uh, well, I would like to say they're open for business. Most of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still troubled. I would say once a month, I'll be talking to somebody, and and I don't mind if I hear a kid in the background. You may hear a kid in the background here in this interview. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't mind if a lot of things we can do from home with computers. What I can't stand at this point is the excuse of so like, well, you gotta understand, we can't get that done in in uh, the right amount of time because people are still working from home. Yeah. <clears throat> All private industry that I'm seeing is back doing doing what is expected of them. Or they didn't make it. And right. so, um, you know, I think that's what people need to expect from their government, too. There are 
there certainly are groups uh, that you know you can't go in and meet with, and that and that that will be discussed today for hours. I'm sure. Is why is that when yeah. I can walk into any store on North Prospect, um, I should be able to go get my license renewed. I should yeah. be able to go talk to somebody about what the problem is with unemployment or or a grant that I've applied for. If they have physical offices, if the state is paying rent, I expect people to be in those offices and meeting with, with the public. So I, in most cases, I think it's true. I think we've seen that. Um, but there are I'm, I'm, I should I won't say that it's not it's not happening at all, because, like I said, it's probably once a month or thereabouts where I'm still shocked by somebody still using that as an excuse. Um, and we're you know, we're to the point now where whatever, wherever we are with covid, there will be variants. But we need to be able to be resilient as we always have been in this country and roll with the punches. I mean, we talked a little bit. You can't do one thing at a time. That's just not the way you do it. We built a transcontinental railroad during the Civil War. <laughs> I mean, we're we're a country that do, does wow. these these big big things, yeah. Um, and and figures out a way to get it all done. And so, if you're allowing something that is beyond your control, like the pandemic, um, you're saying, well, you can't expect us to get anything done in the next four years, except it'll be another four years with the next variant or, or those that follow. Um, that does not give people a lot of um, encouragement to make Illinois their home. So, um, we we have to we have to not just minimize, but eliminate those, um, the kind of that attitude. Um, and so I, <clears throat> I look forward to taking our step in that today and making sure we're putting the right people at the head of these organizations, uh, in today's committee. Do you expect any surprises today? I don't expect that we'll see everybody get approved. Mm. Um, as I said, it, it is often the case that even, the opposing party will say the governor gets to the governor, you know, puts up unless they're mm -hmm. proven to be unqualified. I will be shocked if, if all of them, because as I said, even the governor's own party has reservations about some of the nominees we've expressed as the governor. Um, my understanding is the governor said, I still feel like they're a, a nominee worth having. Um, and so we will, I haven't talked directly to the governor about, about those nominees, but that's been my, that's been in the press several times that we've said, you probably don't sure. want this person coming for a vote, and yet they're still on the docket for today. So <laughs> um, I, I think they'll be, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of a head-to-head. Uh, -head. Now, here's what I've also found about Springfield. People talk a big game in private. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stand up power. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand sure. up and do this. Uh -huh. And then I look at the board, the voting board, I'm like, huh. <laughs> 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 like, you know, I guess yeah. I was in a different room. Yeah. Um, and, and that, you know, and, and that is that is part of it. It's, it's hard to go down somebody in your uh, it's been nominated by the head of your own party um, or, you know, you also recognize every one of these nominees is somebody who is really it's kind of like watching the NCAA tournament. Right. Yeah. In that respect. You know, you, you want to say, like, you know, I don't see any effort from them, but, you know, that they're putting all, forward a lot more effort than if I laced up the gym shoes and get out there. Um, and, and certainly have a, a, a better vertical leap, uh, but you know the they're they're doing the best they can. It's just some of them aren't going to be able to do the job. Yeah, and and so that's you know that's the hardest thing. I um, I, I think that's part of it too. Is some people go well, let's give it a try. Let's, let's you know I'll, I'll cast the vote for this person. Um, I don't think that's a great way to do this. Uh, <laughs> you know these, well. these are really high paid positions. They're very demanding. They have a lot of people under them. That's not a job everybody can do. And so um, we'll just have to see if, uh, um, if the questions – it's going to be a little bit like what you see in D.C., I assume. Is a lot of people have an idea of how they'll vote in their mind. 
Mm-hmm. But after a couple hours of questioning, maybe some minds will change. Maybe, <laughs> they may maybe change my questions will be answered. Yeah. Um, but often, I think politicians in particular already know what they're uh, – they're not listening to the answers as much as they're thinking about how their, their question might sound on your program. All right. State Senator Scott Bennett. Scott, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. Always good to be with you guys. Have a good week. All right. Take care.